It's time, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the podcast that is all about intellectually immature nonsense. Are a very particular set of skills. <laughs> and by God, this is the BS. Uncensored. Ah, here it is, episode 21 of the BS Uncensored podcast. My name is Jason Bailey. Thanks for being here. There's Nikki D. That is me. There is Nelson. Hello. Hello. Dougie T. Dougie T. Uh, special Valentine's Day episode of the podcast. Uh, and this has been set up for a couple weeks with our friends from the FBI here in Sacramento. Uh, public affairs specialist, Gina Swanky, a.k.a. my favorite person in the world. Mm-hmm. She had said, hey, look, um, can we come on the podcast and talk about, you know, these romance scams? Because we did it on the radio show. And, you know, we only have so many minutes on the radio show. That sucks because there's like so much more to talk about. So hopefully we can get into like the good, good stuff about these people that are, you know, that are falling prey, falling victim of, uh, you know, the 12 year old in the Internet Cafe and, you know, Nuck Nuck, uh, India or whatever the hell they're from. Uh, so let's welcome first. God, I know I just asked you to spell it out too. victim specialist Yana. Go ahead. Say your last name. I'm not going to do it. You're not even going to try it. Net. Net. Neb, neb, no, not. Not neb, 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 but you could have printed it out. I didn't know she was coming until she was here. And then you set me up. You're like making me ask her. And then I'm like. I didn't make you do anything. Well, what mm-hmm. am I going to say? Hey, you, blonde, say your name. And no, you, you s- just thought that I weren't. I was not going to say it correctly. Yana. That's on you. Yana. Yana. I'm talking to you, Nikki. Pay attention. Yeah. What's me? your last name? Yana. Yana is that right? She nails it every time. You're so, you're like, I'm going to give her I, the Russian card. I'm an FBI Citizens Academy graduate. I am a profiler. I know you're not telling the truth. <laughs> Please. SSA Jimmy Asani. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. This was great. I got that. <laughs> Let's not even talk about romance scams. Well, that, that, that's why, you know, like when Gina and I were talking about the podcast, I was like, it's going to be a different world. I mean, this is the this is the shit that I was doing like when I got fired in Atlanta. Like I, I had my uh, podcast network. Happiest I've ever been. You know, I love this stuff because you can, you know, do, I mean, I mean, you want to keep it classy for the most part, but I mean, we don't have to worry about times and people, bosses and irritating people and all that stuff. People have no idea what to do. So this is great. This is fun. So um, we want to talk about romance scams. Uh, I Didn't you fall victim of a romance scam? I did not fall victim to no romance scam. <laughs> I thought you did. I did not. Are you sure? I'm positive. Why are you so angry? I'm just asking questions. Because you're accusing now, me of so something don't you, that's Wasn't crazy. there something that she said, I thought, at one time? Like a dude? Nah, well, I know that she's she's fallen into a tax scam before, but she's not. I don't remember. A, I don't I remember specifically a, a love scam. Can get the details I'm, about that, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Nikki's, Nikki romance scams every guy that she meets. My fault. I got it mixed up. So, Yana, uh, let's yes. start with you. Okay. Um, the, the romance scams right up it, right up your alley, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. this is, this is what you do. Mm -hmm. And so every day you go to work at the FBI 
And do you see a new set of romance scams or do you just focus on one in particular? So I wouldn't say that I do it every day. Yeah. But um, just when you want. You're a part time. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I make my own schedule. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I would say we have different complaints coming in all the time. And so for the ones that I go out on and talk to victims, yeah. I mean, they're all kinds of victims. Um, and I know you were saying earlier, you're not a victim of romance scams, but I think the most relatable thing that most people have been victim of is being catfished. Oh, and so yes. this is kind of like a hyper version of being catfished. But the, does the FBI go after catfishers? Do we, Jimmy? No, we do not. Okay. It's not a dollar loss amount. <laughs> oh, so it has to be a dollar loss amount. Yeah, they just lie to you about what they look like when they catfish you. Okay. They didn't well, take any money from me. So, but you would then, you would put it under a romance scam though, right? As far as catfish? No, I would just compare it to that because the person is lying about what they look like and who they are. But then romance scam just like takes Mm -hmm. it up a whole different notch. What is the worst romance scam that you guys have ever been a part of that you've seen? Is it it really all about the dollar amount or is it about anything else? From the scammers, excuse me, from the scammers perspective, it's all about the dollar amount for sure. Yeah. Um, Now we've seen egregious so the worst that I've seen was in California. It wasn't like the the biggest dollar amount, but what it did to this person was so awful. Oh. Uh, I mean, it bothers me to this day. Like I can feel the quiver in my voice. Just yeah, tell me it. more. What happened? Why are they still upset about? All right. Long story short. No, no, no. Long story. <laughs> yeah, this is a, like take All your right. time. Yeah. Um. So there was this lady. No dummy. Okay, I want to start with that. Uh, she built a company from the ground up, Stanford grad. Uh, she was in her late 60s. Yeah. Basically set up generations within her family. She didn't come from money, but she was just very smart. Um, retired in her mid-60s, left her company to her kids uh-huh. and her grandkids. Her husband dies. A mm, couple of years later, she just happened to be on uh, social media. Unprovoked, somebody reached out to her. And just claim that he thinks that they were at Stanford at the same time, brought up professors, things of that nature. He knew quite a bit about her. And they just engaged in a conversation. And then he took it off Facebook to like an encrypted chat. You know, the WhatsApps, the Telegrams. Yeah. One of those. I don't know which one it was. Um, and they engaged in a relationship. He would hit her up every morning and say, good morning, beautiful. Oh. How are you? That would get you, Nikki. I mean, I like my good morning texts for sure. I yeah, love like, what's yeah. up, sweet cakes? You know, that those. kind of lovely yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I make sure to put those in these girls' uh, <laughs> calendar every morning because I need I need a boost in the morning. Let me tell you. Jimmy, FBI agent or romance scam artist? <laughs> I don't know. All right, so he's he's texting her the sweet and lovies every morning, and she loves it. She loves eating it, it up, and she and he's listening. So she talks about her business and her kids, and yeah. she sends pictures and. You know, all the normal stuff that we do online mm-hmm. when we're engaged in a relationship. Um, so he is this multi-gazillionaire oil rigger, supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. supposedly. <laughs> Off the shores of Turkey, and he's about to come visit her. But as soon as he's about to jump on the plane, the Turkish government uh, seizes all his money. Ah, uh, of course. I mean, yeah. if I had a nickel for every time that's happened to me. <laughs> And he's telling me about this, and he's like, oh, my God, I've got this one account left. Can you log in for me? So she logs in, and she, he asks her to wire $2 million to a separate account. So Whoa. she actually logs in, 
She uses balance, which was $30-some million, but when she tries to wire the money, it says it's been seized by the Turkish government, so she can't do it. And the reason why he had her do it was... So she would believe it was really his money. Exactly. And that he has that amount of money he says he has. Exactly. But how? Okay. But she, she did eventually. But she did see a bank account with thirty million dollars yes, in it. She did, but so, it was fake. Okay. So he just sent her the link, told her what her login information was. How do you fake? Like I, I wish I could fake thirty million dollars in my. How do you fake thirty million dollars in your bank account? I don't know if we have that kind of time, but I can show you. Bro, I'm <laughs> no, keep telling you. No, but it's just a website. We could be here until tomorrow if we oh want. God. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like, you, there. I mean, you can fake anything, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, is it difficult to to fake thirty million dollars in, in a legit? I guess it's not a legit bank. No, it looks legit because mm-hmm. it's got all the features, right. like the little okay. padlock to make it mm-hmm. in HTTPS, yes. it's an encrypted yeah. you know, site. It's a Swiss bank, but it was a fake Swiss bank. And he just manipulated the website address. How like smart he, do you have to be to do that? Not smart at all. Really? Yeah. I mean, I must be dumber than dumb. Well, no, do you not access hands. a GPT? Any GPT out there? Well, GPT, Grand Theft, no, what? <laughs> AI. Oh, no, I can't, I, I'm not in on the AI stuff. Okay, yeah, the AI, AI will do. It'll do it for website. you. Yeah, you just tell it what Holy you want. Shit. Really? Yep. That's crazy. I know. So you just go and say, AI, make me a fake bank account website, and it'll do it. You you have to give it parameters, but yeah, it's yeah. Wow! So this is what the guy did. She goes in, and sees thirty million dollars. So he says, "Just give me two million. He says, "Transfer it to a different account, so I have access to it. That way, I can buy a plane ticket, and then I'll deal with the thirty million later." But he, she, he gets his pop, or she gets his pop up that says, "This money's been seized by the Turkish government." Yeah. So he hits her up, and he goes, "Well, I'm screwed. I have to pay taxes on thirty million dollars." <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> And over the course of a year, she sends him. Get uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's approximately 1.6 million. Oh my god! What? Okay, so mm-hmm. how does she eventually find out she's being scammed? This romance scam? Does she ever? She never meets him. No, she never meets him. But you know, the text messages continue. You know, he calls her my giggly girl, love of my life. Every day, and they'll chat for 20, 30 chats, uh-huh. or, you know, back, backs and forths, if that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, she's lonely. She lost her husband. Yeah, sad. You know, where her kids find out about the 1.6. She has way more than 1.6, but he was gleaning it from her slowly, and uh-huh. she was a little bit, you know, on edge about it. She's like, well, I don't need my family finding out. You, if, if, if it's that easy... To pull this, like, let's. I'm just. She can't be that ugly, right? Sixty years old, <laughs> still got plenty of years, right? She's got all this cash. She was like a very nice woman. She just lost her husband. It's very, very sad. Like, why would you scam a woman like this? Versus just saying, "Hey, let me try to give a relationship with you." All I got to do is call you giggly lady every morning. <laughs> you know, I mean, you would be in for way more than one point six. I could deal with that the rest of my life. For legal. In, yeah, right, you know, legally, what I mean? like, yeah, you're just her, bo- her deadbeat boyfriend at that point. And I mean, like, she would be at that age, be open to anything and be like, yes. you know, we should try this me date other women, but you not date other men thing. Right. If she's, I mean, like, why wouldn't you go legit with somebody like this if it's that easy and that's all she wants? He probably can't even get into this country. He was somebody somewhere, probably outside of the United States. Well, I know, but, that, but, but your no. question is, why, why isn't this rich? 
female just engaging in some kind of relationship locally? No, no, no. I might not. It wasn't a question. I'm saying why the the scammers. You can get more out of it legally just by getting into a relationship with her. I mean, well, what what's that going to hurt? You know, you get 1.6 by scamming her, but you can get all of it. You know, and all you got to do is like her. She's one of 30 some victims right. that they're hitting every single day, and wow. they rotate who's working her. What? Oh, so oh, mm-hmm. so it's not just one person that does this. It's it's like a network. Wow. Okay. I mean, I really feel stupid now. I thought it was just like one on one. No, no, no. It's never one on one. It's one on many. Wow. Okay. Yeah, this is a ring. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the whole backstory there. And so they tag out. They'll be like, okay, your mm-hmm. turn. They'll mm-hmm. take shifts. Mm-hmm. You work mm-hmm. nine to five, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. And then it's like, this is where we left off with this woman. You know, I just called her giggly lady. She's getting ready to have breakfast. Uh, just make sure at around 11 o'clock mm-hmm. you call her giggly lady again. Right? That's Yeah. Cr- I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, cr- That's the Have you guys ever at the FBI infiltrated a a romance scam ring where you see them in action? Not in real time that I know of, uh, case-wise, at least yeah. not out of uh, the Sacramento division. But, yeah, we've infiltrated rings before uh, and we've taken them down. So you've seen, like, all the paperwork and how they work in the system. The so scripts. The, yeah. The scripts. How uh, they did the social engineering to figure out who you are. Oh, I've got some, I've got some intel for you guys. From one brother, sister, brother man to the, my brothers and sisters at the Bureau. <laughs> so this is what I do when I get a call and I know it's a scam. Is like first and foremost, if you call up and you tell me your name is Mike and you don't sound like a Mike. Right? <laughs> I mean, we know, right? So what I do is I say, look, and he just starts talking. These people have no tech whatsoever. You don't do that. Normal conversations. Hey, how are you? You got a minute? Can I just grab just mm-hmm. a minute of your time? You know, you want to make sure you want to be polite. They don't have this. So I like to take advantage of Look, what did you say your name was again? Hello, my name is Mike, right? And I'm like, look, you and I both know your name's not Mike. Whatever it is you're going to tell me, I'm going to listen to you only if you tell me your real name. No, my name is Mike. No, it's not Mike. You and I both know you're lying. <laughs> so you just keep pushing them, and they eventually hang up. But it's a lot of fun. So I'm saying if you want to keep them on the horn for a couple minutes, like to get their, their location, you need to get me on, the, like, talking to them. I, I, I keep them on for, what, Nikki, about three minutes? Two seconds. Two seconds. Oh. That's it, and they're gone. So he thought, probably won't be much help. I thought it was longer than that. So, so did you find the guy that was taking this money from this woman? Yeah, what happened to her? What uh, ended up happening? So that, the, the hard part about that, uh, so we located the guy, but he wasn't in Turkey. He was in a country that doesn't deal with the United States. Mm-hmm. And really? uh, just kind of drifted off. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And we couldn't retrieve the 1.6. Dang. Now, oh. caveat, we have reversed a ton of wires, especially this year. We've gotten quite good at uh-huh. applying pressure on these different countries, yeah. to include uh, countries like China, to get at least a portion of the money back. But in this case, this was a few years back. Uh, it was. Do it was these countries now want to work, work with us based off of the idea that they have no, they don't care about something like this or they just hate the United States? No, no, I don't think it's a hate thing. It's just we don't have the treaties, the agreements in place mm-hmm. to make something like this happen. So if a wire transfer goes to a bank in a foreign country that we don't have a relationship with, really, mm-hmm. how do we prove to them that this was the, the consequence of a scam? Right. You, should, you know what somebody should do? They should have insurance for scams. Scam insurance. Think about that. What who'd, a great who'd carry that? I, well, I don't know. I'm just well, I'm just saying, isn't that a great idea? Don't you think so? 
Mm, for old people specifically, but yeah. You know, like scam insurance. You know, this mm-hmm. woman, $1.6 million, it's still $1.6 million. I don't care how much money she has. It's still right. $1.6 million. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Well, know, therein lies the rub. You could be a scammer, too. You're selling scam insurance? <laughs> well, that's the idea right. is to be legit, is to not oh, be a scam. Oh, like, oh, I thought we were coming up with cool new scams. No, no, no. no. That's it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Tune into this podcast because we're coming up with cool new scams with the FBI. No, well, no, no, no. Right. That's we're not just the bouncing case. it off of them just to see how illegal it feels, and then we'll put the best one into play. So, Yana, the, uh, from what I understand, and this is, I think, from visits uh, that y'all have made with us prior on the radio show, is the biggest thing when dealing with these victims, mm-hmm. especially the men, is they're embarrassed. Yeah. is there, And oh. that's probably from a victim specialist mm-hmm. like yourself. That's the toughest mm-hmm. kind of wall barrier to break mm-hmm. through, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So the first toughest wall is that if they're still in the middle of it, it's convincing them that this is a scam. Mm-hmm. Right? If they're still being inundated with messages. Mm-hmm. I was just the other week sitting down with a victim, and as we were sitting and telling her this is a scam, he messaged her and said, good morning, baby. How are you? What are you doing right now? As we're talking to her, and I have to tell her, like, hey, put your phone down. This is a scam. And so I think that's the first hardest thing to overcome is convincing them that this is a scam. Yeah. And then... Once they know it's a scam, they feel incredibly stupid. So and once taken they're advantage coming of. to you, they're not coming to you because they already feel like it's a scam? Sometimes. So sometimes victims will self-report, but that's more rare. More likely it's family members coming forward oh, and saying, okay. hey, we think this person is in a scam. They're being scammed, but they don't know it yet. So it just depends on how the report comes to us. Like oh, grandkids okay. or something. For mm-hmm. You know, do you think that... <clears throat> As the boomer generation leaves us, sadly, uh, and the younger generations, even my generation, Gen X, as we start to take over uh, the the role as the hierarchy of the generations, less of these scams will be happening because we kind of smell it out. No, no, no. So everybody's falling for it. Yeah, it, I mean, it might be a different tactic, uh-huh. but millennials fall victim to scams. A lot more than our generation. Real Gen X. Thank you. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> what were you guys? You thought well, millennial over here, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, are you closer to my age or her age? Uh, sorry. Oh well, thank God. No, I, Gen I, X, I, Gen X, I, Gen X. I was yes. like, I hope you don't yes. think I'm Doug's age. You know, I was like, Jesus. I was like, what do I, I need to shave? Or, I'll back you up. Hair no dye way. in here. What's going on? <laughs> so millennials, because of the TikTok generation. Everybody's online. The younger folks are. 100% online. Right. This is normal for you not to see another person. But they but they believe I guess it comes down to what you believe, Gina. Is right. do, do they believe the my my I I think my daughter's pretty smart about this stuff. But it's not about being smart. I mean, the scammers this is their 24/7 job. Yeah. This is what they do. You look at the problem we're having with sextortion. Yeah. With the younger generation, mm-hmm. they're dealing with people they've never met that are in foreign countries or just trying to get money by getting illicit content. Yeah. So this is just you know, a different version and you're having people that are not as savvy. So the text messages work for them uh-huh. and, and kind of the reverse engineering, the older generations share too much online. Yes. So that information for a scammer is out there. They know your favorite things. They know what you like to do. They kind of know what you own. So they know if you're financially mm-hmm. well off or not. So that, that person that this is their full-time job just to extract money from you. Mm-hmm. This is what they do. Um, they're pretty well armed, whereas younger folks are kind of getting the idea that you shouldn't overshare online, but they still communicate an awful lot 
using online technology. So they're used to maybe starting a relationship with somebody they've never met in real life. And that's why the FBI is so strong about if you haven't met somebody in 30 days, Mm -hmm. you got a problem. Oh, so that's the rule. Like if you meet somebody online romantically, if you're not meeting face to face in 30 days, then you got to get out. Is that the rule? It's a red flag. It's a massive red flag. And especially if you haven't met them and they're asking you for money for whatever reason, Uh you don't give money to somebody you've never met in real life. Absolutely not. Did romance scams happen with like boomers writing letters? Like, look, I'm I'm in Vietnam. (laughs) I'm in in Vietnam and I I, I lost my wallet in the rice paddies. If you could send $200 to the base. Was that like, do they just happen online or do people do snail mail? Well, I've I've not seen. Go ahead. I I haven't seen any. I haven't seen it either. But I think the thing that makes romance scams unique is it's somebody hitting the fast forward button on a relationship. Mm -hmm. So whereas usually it takes like two, three months to build up intimacy with somebody at normal speed online, these scammers are hitting you up every single day. And I mean, in one hour, they've sent you probably 50, 100 messages. Mm. And then they're trying to move it off the dating site or wherever you met them to phone messages. And then they're calling you all the time. And so you think you're really connected to this person in a short amount of time, which wouldn't happen with with snail mail. Right. Well, let me ask you. Okay, Mm -hmm. so... As uh, as a woman, you mm-hmm. love to. Um, are you a romantic as a female? You know, because I'm a romantic as sure. a guy. Okay, so you're mm-hmm. romantic. So you go to one of these victims, and then you start to see one of these cases. Have mm-hmm. you ever said even to yourself and go, "Oh, that's really sweet. This guy, like, you know, I could I could have fallen for that. I like that." And you're a professional. Like mm-hmm. you see this all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like. I think everybody's been catfished. I've been catfished, hatfished, maskfished. Oh, come like, on. All what of those things. Yeah. Hatfish is crazy. Hat-fished. Yes. Hold yeah. on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, what we got all these other yeah, fishes. Explain it to the Gen Xers here. <laughs> so well, like I can tell mask-fish. you what the hatfish is. is when yes. you meet a guy with a hat on. So he looks really cute and attractive. He takes that hat off and he's bald and he looks yep. horrible. A whole peninsula. Or, yeah, he has that little ball spot just in the top. That's Uh catfish. It sounds like y'all are reciting Dr. Seuss a second ago. (laughs) So, cat, was there three catfish? You said a hatfish? Uh huh. And you, you, Yana, have been hatfished in real life? Yeah. Okay, what was the last one? Nikki. You said what? Maskfish? Maskfish. Right. Mask. We had to wear the mask. COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was masked too, <laughs> and I met the guy in person. We met online. I met him in person. He had the mask on. He looked so good. The next time I saw him and he took it off, I was like, "Whoa!" His nose was huge. His lip oh, like spread God. all the way across his face. I was like, "Dang, I've been masked fish." Well, you know that. Yep. You know when Nelson lived here, that's what the girl said about him. But there was a different one. She said she got mm-hmm. fat fished. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nelson's pictures are pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, I mean. He put up. A, did, did I show him fatter or less fat? Like I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> a fat fish. <laughs> it's like who doesn't want a fat fish? Right. I mean, we're eating good tonight. <laughs> wow. Really? Okay. So I didn't know there was all these fishes in the mm-hmm. sea. Yana, on the hat fish. Did you meet him in person first, or did you meet him online first? In person. Okay, the man always that, kept a hat on. Mm-hmm. That should have been a red flag. Yep. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better about the team we have at the FBI. I'm so if she met him on a dating app and she didn't do rigorous data to find out who he was and find out he was bald before she met, I would feel some type of way. But knowing it was always in person, yeah, you could be half What she's not saying is he was a professional baseball player. And whenever <laughs> she, 
She was just going to the games. <laughs> so about the romance scams. Circling <laughs> <laughs> back. I want to hear more about Yana's hat fishing life. All right. So uh, the the embarrassment of these mm-hmm. of these victims. We'll mm-hmm. get back to that. The, the embarrassment uh, more for guys than 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 girls. No, equal. Equal. Equal for both. Yeah. I mean, you've been taken advantage of. Your trust has been betrayed. And not only that, now you've lost probably all of your retirement, most of your retirement. Some people take out reverse mortgages on their house. Their family is mad at them. Their kids aren't talking to them. Their grandkids are mad. So this domino effect of the of everything that's happened to you because of the person that you thought you were in love with, and you just feel so incredibly dumb that you, quote unquote, fell for it mm-hmm. right and, i don't think and they should feel dumb though I, absolutely people no. are going to make you feel that way though just like they said your your family your kids your mm-hmm. grand they're gonna say how could you be so stupid those are gonna be the exact words that come out of their That's mouth horrible. i guarantee right. you yana was and, just talking about that before we came here right before mm-hmm. i won't put words in your mouth but mm-hmm. that's what she said mm-hmm. and that is the wrong way to deal with a loved one Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could. but I'm sure that's what happens. Though, right. is what I'm saying. Is that yeah. is that what happens? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, realistically, and I can see it from the family's perspective, right? They're frustrated. Mm-hmm. That's their future that you just lost, right? But my encouragement is, family, it's okay to be frustrated and angry. Go and vent amongst yourselves, and then when you talk to your loved one, tell them like. Honestly, it's not that you're dumb. This isn't your fault. You were up against a network of people that were really skilled at doing this. I probably, well, if I were to guess, but, mm-hmm. you know, the the cheating romance scams, that's when the family really comes in. You're an idiot, right? Because they've got, they're justified. Mm-hmm. You know, so not only did you fall for the scam and you're mad about that, like you said, that's your money, your future and all that stuff, but you did bad. You You did it. You did. You were doing something you shouldn't have been doing in the first place. Yeah, because we covered a story not too long ago of this woman who's arrested <clears throat> because she thought she was dating the guy from Days of Our Lives, and mm. she tried to kill her husband. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have stuff like that that happens with these romance scams? Like celebrities? Yeah, remember she thought she yeah, was dating a celebrity, and she wasn't, and he told her to kill her husband. Any celebrity stories, fake celebrity romance scams that you guys have covered? Not that I've covered. And if it falls into the murder realm, mm-hmm. it goes for a violent crime squad. Well, no, no, oh, no, okay. not murder. Just you're dating, you know, like, hey, this is this is the rock. You know, and you they want- think that's who they're dating, and they've sent all this money to them. No, the ones that we get, I shouldn't speak for everybody, but the ones that, at least in Sacramento, we, as I've mentioned, we get about eight hundred of these a month. Complaints. Yeah, eight hundred. Yeah. It's a lot. Wow. Um, wow. It's always the social media account of someone that's a prolific poster that gets hacked and they use that person's profile oh, okay. to communicate. Do you ever gotcha. take these personal? You can't help yeah. it because you see your parents right. in mm-hmm. this, you know? And um, I would, I would. I, mm-hmm. I Like, I know you guys really want to hire me. I know that. But if I got hired to do this, I could, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep. 24-7, I would be fine. I would travel all around the world to find these Because you're obsessive. I am. I'm obsessive. <laughs> you know, I'm the guy that will start a sport and buy, not know how to do it, but buy everything that goes along with it, you know, because I'm like, I got to get ready for when I get good. And so if I if I were on these cases with Team Y'all, uh, dude, I <laughs> would crush it. I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't stop. I'd be so Down angry. all the rabbit holes. Yeah, absolutely. What are you laughing at? You. 
You don't think I would? I know you would. That's I would why I'm be... laughing. They don't know. I know. <laughs> you know what I my know. you know what my problem is? Is I'd be too awesome at it. You you probably oh would. God. I would cr- I would be a very good they helper. They say, "Gosh, you're making us look bad. Stop that, finding all these people." That would not be my goal. My my mm-hmm. goal would be to report to Yana. <laughs> And Jimmy. <laughs> well, you got one of the the best tools, which is this, the what? podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you have a platform to talk about it. And- I'd have to give it up because I have to go into cover. No one has come forward, <laughs> though, since we've been talking about this and said, hey, I think I've been romance scammed. Or did they call y'all and tell y'all? But they ain't just tell us. Anonymously, probably. Well, yeah. I just think in the conversations that you're having, because people hear like romance scams and they think they kind of like turn off or their eyes glaze over. But like yesterday I was talking to somebody on a completely separate case and we just start talking about what's going on for him. And he starts talking about a friend whose wife is being scammed and just took out another $300,000 against the house. And now they're having to get divorced. And so all of this just came up in natural conversation. So I guarantee almost everybody has somebody in their life that has been scammed. Mm-hmm. Like a less than six degrees type of thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. That's an interesting statistic. I'd agree with that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just in there too embarrassed. Like I always wondered, you know, my mom's 78 and, you know, we just reconnected. We were estranged for 17 years <clears throat> and I, I, her house did not have like internet, like it, it, it wasn't wired for internet. Like it had, it didn't have the things. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how she didn't even know what Netflix was. So I put it all in for her and I got her, you know, the Wi-Fi, her new phone and route, you know, all that stuff, you know, and she, you know, she'll call me and she'll go, you know, Jace, I, I heard on Facebook that, you know, and that, you know, I heard on Facebook and she believes mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So I have to get it reprogram her. I'm like, mm-hmm. mom, it's mm-hmm. all fake. It's not real. Don't, are you trying to tell me the sun's not coming? Like she believes everything. So, I don't know if my mother, I don't think she would get romance scammed. This is why it's like kind of a a conundrum for me. My grandmother and my mother were very protect, like very protective to the point where they were kind of bitchy about stuff. Like, I don't know you. Get away from me. I don't know you. I'm not giving you a dollar. That kind of stuff. <laughs> so you, and I, that's the boomer generation in my mind, at least our grandparents, that they're, you know, get away from me. I don't know you. Get away. Get away. I, you know, that kind of thing. So they fall for this stuff really surprises me. Well, and so you're right in saying that, like, if they think they don't know that person, they're not going to give them anything. The trick is these scammers make them believe that they do know them. Mm-hmm. They're not a stranger anymore. So I would say oh. if you're on the online world or you have a phone, somebody's probably going to reach out to you, mm-hmm. you know, a scammer. And if you can recognize what those red flags are, mm-hmm. that's what's going to help build up like your immunity against it. What's but the, if you think this will never happen to me, yeah. then I think you're more vulnerable to it. What's the oldest victim you've ever had? Um, I think I've had like in mid 80s, late 80s. Mm-hmm. Was it they were trying to help or they were in love? In love. Oh, my God. It just breaks Thanks. my heart. And yeah, beyond in love. love. It's, it's to the point where you can't draw them out. You can show mm-hmm. them. All, I'm, I've got somebody in mind that I'm thinking of. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. You can show them all the evidence. Yeah. This is the profile that was hacked. Did you find the, did you find the scammer? No. It, this this is pretty new. This is pretty new. Oh, but, then I'm on the case. Thank you. Thank <laughs> oh gosh. <my> gosh. <laughs> but, but they don't want to believe that it's a scam, so they continue to talk to the person. Right. Wow. Right. So no what way. do you do? You take over for them? That's your that's your territory there. Oh, it was, just, it was her, oh, it was her oh, colleague who interviewed the person that I'm thinking of for uh, two hours. Uh-huh. The lady cried and everything else. Oh and my god! We thought we got through to her. And let me tell you, these guys are really good at what they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, 
it's I almost wish we had a victim that you could communicate with right now, but they're really, really good at it. Yeah. Uh, so, so do, do you take like in any case, not just this case. So you go, okay, we've got the fish on the line. Do we now as the FBI take over the account? So how does that work? Or do you just tell them, shut it down, get out of there. I'm going to let Gina answer that one. Oh, is this top secret stuff? <laughs> Should I do it? Is this classified? Do it. Do I, do well, I mean, there's some technique to it, but I mean, it depends. I mean, sometimes you could just get all the information out of the investigation. If we're going after a big network, maybe there's an opportunity to do that. Uh-huh. I mean, the key thing is, is when we're engaging with somebody that's being victimized, we want them to stop the behavior. And probably the trickiest thing for Jimmy and Yana is getting that person to fully realize that this person isn't in love with them, that this person is in love with their bank account. Yeah. And that is probably the most human element and the trickiest element of the whole thing, because we have a number of people, no matter how many times you tell them that they've been scammed, it's a romance scam, this person really doesn't care about you. They're still getting these text messages and communication, and they're like, but what if? Yeah. What if they're wrong? Mm-hmm. So it's like your brain does something really weird when you have this connection to what you believe to be another human being, not a network of beings or not a criminal. Uh. And you want that connectivity. You feel you've spent all this time developing this relationship, and but you know them. It's tricky because we have people that even though we've told them that they're in the middle of a scam, they keep going back. Yeah, but I would think, and, and maybe is it manpower on the FBI side of things, is that if you've got them on the line, you know, you would want to keep playing them, do the same thing to them as they're doing to you and say, okay, you know, they send you the link to go to their fake bank account. And you're like, actually, if you could go to my account and transfer, <laughs> right? Usually they're not going to do that. They're looking for that one way. They're trying to get money. They're not looking to send it because part of their stick, too, is for some reason they can't access the money they have. Uh-huh. So either it's tied up in, in a government or maybe it's been seized at customs. There's a million things that but they can't will you say. Transfer like fake money, digital like tracking. Well, usually by the time we know that that it's a crime, real money has gone. Has as far gone. as trying to identify and do that, there's a number of different techniques that, that we can't talk about specifically, but certainly we also have to work with our law enforcement partners overseas. Because mm-hmm. in many cases, these rings are located in economically depressed areas that this is a full-time job for a ring. And so we work with those entities to try and get them arrested, and extradite them back. Because unlike TV, we also can't just fly over and arrest somebody. We have to work with those governments to have that happen. God, wouldn't that be a great TV show? Is a rogue badass, you know, (laughs) that gets cases from his buddy that works at the FBI. Let's just call him James Husunu, you know. And he he gets these cases, and he flies around, and each episode is him going to find these people. Oh, that sounds mm. like my real life, right? And, <laughs> and he's also getting intel from his other friend that works at the FBI. Let's just call her Hannah. And, right? I mean, how awesome is that? Because seriously, I couldn't, you know, I, I, you know I, I joke and stuff, but seriously, like, my, my grandmother was my rock. So, mm-hmm. like, this thing for elderly mm-hmm. people just, mm-hmm. to like, not going to work. So I'm now getting angry, and which is the last thing you want to do, right? Because mm-hmm. that gets you out of sorts. But I would be so angry 
I'd be like, okay, do we have an idea, a radius? I'm out of here. I'm going to find him. I will find this person. I will find you, and I will kill you. You know, that kind of deal. Because that's like, that's, and, and are we the only country that's getting scammed? No. Or, or do we have any scammers here? Yes. So they <laughs> Thank are. God. <laughs> Let's start scamming. Need a target. <laughs> Let's start scamming them. Let's go after India. Let's get them. You know, are we, do we have people that are doing the romance scams out of the United States? Yes, they are surfacing. All right, America. But they're surfacing as a result of what they're seeing overseas. That's the so it's local then. It's like homegrown. We're not we're not turning it back around and going to Mexico from America and romancing them. We're learning from the outside actors and romance scamming our own. Homegrown is the perfect yeah perfect term to describe these folks. Hmm. All right, homefish. Yeah, but it's it's Home relatively fish. new. <laughs> Home but but they're finding that it's uh, lucrative. Are they Americans but, or are they illegals? Well, bet you. I don't know. Nice. I don't know yet. Yeah. To be quite honest. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Don't know? Well, we no, I shouldn't say the ones that we've arrested so far, and they're they're far and in between in the U.S. because the majority of them are overseas, mm-hmm. and it's it's very specific to location. Like right. you know, tech support scams, specific location, romance scams, spe- specific location, and so on and so forth. But uh, the ones that we've arrested so far are at least American residents. Oh, good. At least, thank God, we're in the game. Yeah, but we're we're scamming God. our own people. We're not mm-hmm. scamming people overseas. Well, that's where we're screwing up. We've got to go after. The yeah. non-Americans. What, and we are. So oh, we have okay, people good. that we're extraditing back to the U.S., even <laughs> with countries that we don't have extradition treaties uh, with. Oh. He doesn't like mean In you. Nigeria, for example, we've got people, over 50 people right now, that are coming to the U.S. Uh-huh. to be tried. It's, it's going to happen. They're in the process. Wow. So there is a silver lining. But going back to my original story, because you brought up your grandmother, and th- yeah. this is an important point. So the lady, Stanford, who yeah. grew this mm-hmm. business and engaged in a relationship, her kids find out that she sent this money. So they freeze her accounts. And they basically won't let her even, uh, what do you call it, fill up a tank of gas uh, without their permission. I do that to my wife. Oh, don't. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a, that's a very short leash. Sorry. And <laughs> so she tells her boyfriend, uh, you know, this is what my family's doing. They're really mad at me. And I showed them all these legitimate documents that you've sent me. And, they just don't believe me. Oh, she kept talking to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, and no she kept... wonder why they did it. Well, yeah. But they didn't do it the right way. And here's the problem. So eventually, Scammer realizes he's not going to get any more money, or the ring realizes they're not going to get any money, so they disappear. So now she knows it's a scam. Mm. And her family, she built this company. She left it to them. She's a classy lady. They kind of turned her into a toddler. They're treating her like a toddler. Still she can't do anything. Even so, after the person leaves. Yep. Wow. To this day? Well, I don't know to this day. The last time I got an update was about a year ago. But the issue was the person that she loved most most on in this earth, I can't speak today. Most on earth? Most mm-hmm. in this world. Yeah. In, in this, this world, world, thank you. Yeah. Most in this world. The traitor. Oh. The guy. The, the online the guy. The guy. Yeah. The online guy. And the people that are supposed to love her unconditionally, her family, Betrayed. are at odds with her oh. and treating her a certain way. So she got depressed. Drugs. And suicidal. Oh, no. Not drugs. Suicidal. She was going to commit suicide. Oh, my God. Then a victim uh, services specialist went Donna? to go speak with her. Yeah. Thank God. Because uh, her grandchild, I think it was, was a little bit removed, filed a complaint. And we sent somebody immediately to go talk to her, a victim, a victim specialist. Yeah. And they got her out of it. And we learned a lot from that one because she said, 
okay, it cost me $1.6 million, but it was the happiest I've been in my life. Wow. What do you say to somebody like that that's suicidal because of that? I can tell you what I'd say, but it's not very well received in 2024. What would you say? Well, I think that's part of what makes the job really hard is that we have to do these suicide risk assessments, especially with the elderly, because they just lost all their savings, um, their retirement, their family's mad at them. The person that they thought they were in love with has betrayed them. And so at this point, they don't know that they have anything to live for. So one, you have to do a suicide risk assessment, see if there's a plan in place, you know, how serious are they about this? And then it's talking about steps forward. Okay, we're going to put your life, you're going to be able to put your life back together and we're together and we're going to figure it out how. And so it's figuring out like the pieces, what do we need to do today? What do we need to do the next day? And then providing the resources. So whether that support groups is going to be the first one, connecting to a community of other people that have been through this and that get it is going to be the most important thing to kind of start digging yourself out of that hole. You got to move them from the place of shame and humiliation to a place where they start seeing some hope in their future again. And a lot of that is also working with the family dynamics. I get it. You're frustrated. You're angry. But the more you take it out on them, the more you drive them back to the scammer. Because you're isolating them even more. Yeah. And so now they're vulnerable to the next scammer if they have any money left. You probably don't talk to them like a coach. That's what I, I think I'd be good at that, Nikki. (laughs) No, you will not be good at that at all. Didn't I do that not that (laughs) long ago? You guys are impressed? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not for somebody that's suicidal, though, because they just got scammed. I don't know that you I've saved lives on the radio. Excuse me. I'm a saver. I've saved. But I, you know, it's like I was telling my wife this the other night because, you know, and, and she is glossy eyed to to me, but she was, you know, she had some friends that turned heel on her and, you know, it's, it's, it's been bothering her for a while. And I'm like, how do you let someone else determine how you are? Like, how do you let somebody have live rent free in your head? I just have a different mindset. You know, I'm, I'm Tom Coughlin, the situation. I'm because there, you don't care about having friends. Yeah, well, I know, but that's not the point. The point I do care about having friends. No, you don't. I, I mean, do. I feel like it's the whole point. It, yeah, that right. It's the point of if you're not at fault and they're they're it's them and it's not you and it's like black and white. Then why would you let that bother you? You know, why would you let somebody else's problem bother you? Um, but you can't probably say that to these people, right? They don't want to hear that. No, because I think that you you try to see it from their perspective. Yeah. Right. That's the whole thing of empathy is trying to be. But their in perspective their shoes. is wrong. But it's according right from their you. perspective. <laughs> right. According to us. Wrong. And it might be like, listen, just factually speaking, this is wrong. However, you try to put yourself in their shoes and it's like, I get it. You're a human being. You were looking for connection. And this person promised you everything in the world. And once we are in love or we think we're in love, it's like rationality goes out the window. Out the window. We maximize the good. We minimize the bad, you know, and you just get further and further in it. And so you just try to connect with them Mm. on a human level. Like, I understand how this kind of stuff happens. And it's not just you. And we've had victims. He was saying like, you know, somebody who was incredibly savvy. I've had victims who are law enforcement. Um. I've had victims who are probation officers and CEOs and accountants. And so it really doesn't matter how smart you are. The fact that you're human and you want connection with other people makes you vulnerable to people taking advantage of that. She's Mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. (laughs) See, that's what you have to say to people. I just not don't let people live right in your head. Well, first and foremost, I don't sound like that. And you don't know. I have a different approach. Oh, what's your approach? You just told us your approach. It was not that. I understand. She's got her way. I've got everybody's got a way. 
I've got my own Jimmy. My way's not bad, right? See, you heard no, him. He's no speechless. Comment. <laughs> no <He's> comment. <laughs> I heard him shake his head though. No, stay employed. <laughs> Mouth moved. Nothing came out. <laughs> Damn, Doug would turn on his microphone. And we could hear him. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> nice try. Uh, uh, all right. Well, look. Um, it is all about the the scam, and it is all about knowing. I mean, we, we joke and we have fun and stuff. That's just for the entertainment aspect. But the serious side of things is don't be embarrassed. Like, mm-hmm. come forward. Go to the FBI, whether it's, you know, wherever you're listening. If you're here in Sacramento, you want to you go to the FBI. Anywhere, go to the FBI. They will help you. They're obtainable. They're reachable. Uh, 1-800-CALL-FBI. 1-800-CALL-FBI. Tips.FBI.gov. If you have a loved one that is going through this, don't let it go any farther. Help them out. It might be a struggle at first, and it might be a bumpy road, but as we all know, at the end of the road, it smooths out eventually. Mm-hmm. So you have to go to the experts, and we have to get these sons of bitches. I mean, really, we have to get them. But these, this money, and but just the embarrassment, don't be embarrassed. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody gets got. Right, it just happens. Yes, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a thing. You, you know, it's no different than going to the car dealership and then coming home and telling somebody how much you paid for a car, and somebody goes, "Oh my God, you could have got that for five thousand dollars." Same thing. You got got. You shouldn't be embarrassed. You just got got. You know, um, that's that would be my speech. Yeah, and that's I pretty think that's good, a, right? I think that's a good. great speech, and I think yeah. the fact that also just telling them you coming forward can help somebody else because, like Jimmy was saying earlier. That victim and that scammer, that scammer probably has 30 other victims. So you coming forward can help us find those 29 others. So don't be embarrassed. And two, you probably got information that'll be helpful. Can I help in any way other than this stuff? Can I I be an honorary? Am I allowed in the building still? I'm allowed in the building. I believe so, yeah. 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 I can do that, right? Yeah. Did Gina get you your gun already? I I know that was on. Wow. I've already got a bunch at the house. Okay. A bunch of them not on the roster here in California, too. So I don't know if you all want to hear that or not, but... No. Okay. No. You're, okay. I'm good Allegedly. with the, I'm good with the guns. I don't need a gun. I'll take these guys out with a. Was that a waka? I waka. think it was a karate chop or something. It was a hi Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Just training. That's all it is. Sure. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. Well, he just snapped into it, and yeah. that just looks so natural. All right. We'd like to thank our friends from the FBI. Gina, thank you. Yana, thank you. Jimmy, thank you. Anytime. FBI, uh, tips.fbi.gov, 1-800-CALL-FBI is where you go. Uh, At FBI Sacramento on the Twitter, and now on Facebook, which is good. You know, so you get to see all these stories when you follow uh, the FBI Sacramento on Facebook there. Um, Give us a like, share, follow on social at Listen to the BS. And, uh, you know, Nikki, got anything? Yeah, stop all that hat fishing and catfishing. Yes, Nelson. (laughs) Don't stop falling for my fat fishing, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, uh, have yourself a great, safe rest of your week. Until next time, bye! Get off my lawn! It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. TheBaileyShow.com Now, get out of here!